I recently started talking to a twin and I don't know how to ask about a threesome and having his twin join us. Dot, dot, dot. Bitch. <laughs> I'm so sick of y'all shit. Oh my God. Sometimes I think I'm a raging whore and then I read the questions that y'all send me on my Instagram and I just fall in love with you guys more, you know? What a beautiful form of intimacy. Welcome back to Healing Hell Radio. As always, I'm your host, High Frequency, and welcome to the antics, bitch. First we heal, then we whore. I don't know, I just felt like I really needed to scream. Okay, so anyways, if you guys don't know who I am, I am your favorite sex worker, kinky-ass motherfucker, and just favorite carefree black girl because honestly life is hard enough i just need a safe space to show up and just be the raging horror that i intuitively know that i am <laughs> so if that feels like something that you can align with you know you love healing you love just being the most carefree version of yourself while also treating your community with love kindness compassion and all those good feels this is most definitely the safe space for you and if you're a judgy fuck you know you're just closed-minded you're not trying to be forward thinking this is definitely not the safe space for you so please get the fuck out the entire world is your safe space so go ahead and be a hateful asshole elsewhere because me and my horse got some shit to do all right bitches so this week we are going to be doing a little q a that i always post on my instagram you guys know that i like to ask you guys what you want to talk about you know I be in my head all day long, you know, I heal through so much and it's just like sometimes you just need to celebrate your sexuality, share some host stories, talk about your favorite kink, talk about the fact that you really need to get your ass ate and it hasn't happened in like 2.5 weeks and the fact that you're spiraling about it. That's completely normal, you know? Sex doesn't have to be taboo. Talking about your relationships doesn't have to make you a weak bitch, you know, just because you want to heal through shit. It's completely natural things. We want to connect with people. As humans, we all have this need to belong. And we also have this need to have movement in our body and release sexual urges and experience things. And even think of what our fantasies are. Like, what a beautiful way to channel your creative energy, your sexual energy, and just be your fucking self. So let's dive right into this Q&A and talk about homegirl who wants to ask her niggas twin to join them for a threesome. Because sis, usually I'm all for the antics, but literally the first thing that pops into my mind is bitch, ain't that incest? Because if he fucking with his brother, I mean, I know he's not fucking his brother, but like, I don't know. If somebody told me like, yo, you and your sister are so beautiful you know, because my younger sister's too young for that. That would be just, that would just be too fucking weird. My younger sister's like my daughter. But then also, even my older sister, like, ew. Oh, bitch, I just got a DM. Yeah, she's getting a hotel, and I'm going to New York next week. All right, looks like I'm going to be a whore next week, and I may actually get fucked after all. But let me refocus, bitch. Um, If he does want to have a threesome with his twin, you might just be on your future real sisters type shit. And if you don't know what song that is, go listen to that shit right now it's gonna change your life matter of fact listen to the whole fucking project make sure you listen to peacoat because future is just a lyrical genius and zaytoven is just <sighs> i don't know that man on the keys i'm telling you zaytoven is definitely a descendant directly from god i said what i said okay creative genius bitch Eddie I really hope that nigga's not problematic because that would just sound so bad. You know when you jack an artist and then you find out they're problematic? It's like, bitch, can I have anything? Like, shit. But anywho, 
wait 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 wait. we need to backtrack like 10 steps am i really focused on the fact that zaytoven may be problematic when literally future is one of the most problematic niggas in all of rap in terms of just his toxic ass ways mm, who knows anywho we don't really need to talk about future right he's like king toxic we all know this we all have the ability to channel that man's energy <laughs> future just has the words for all of the toxic things that like some people would probably be ashamed some people their egos thrive off of it me personally when i do toxic shit i like to keep it low because i'd be ashamed you know i really do be ashamed when i do toxic shit because the more you get older and you have your spiritual awakening you know you're coming to all these truths you're becoming more wise and more mature toxic energy just don't hit the same it's like why allow leechful energy into my life when i literally have the capacity to not only peep the abundance i already have but allow it to be so fruitful bitch that it multiplies i'm saying exactly so anywho speaking of connections being so fruitful that they multiply sis i really hope that you get this threesome <laughs> That was such a full circle moment because if you're Christian, you know that the term so fruitful that it multiplies is from the Bible. And the fact that I just applied that to homegirl having a threesome with her nigga's twin, uh, that was just a full circle moment in my life. Shout out to my daddy being a reverend. All right. So next question. Funny moments during sex. I'm going to be completely honest with you. It's been so long since I've just had like authentic sex where I just felt like all my inhibitions have been just completely suppressed um i don't really know i haven't really had any funny moments during sex recently to be honest the sex that i've been having i'm kind of blocking it out of my mind so maybe i'll get back to you on that one if anyone has any funny moments during sex bitch please definitely dm me them i will dead do a whole episode on funny moments during sex because remember we gotta laugh about these things just because my sex life ain't popping right now doesn't mean that we can't celebrate somebody else's sexuality i need to live vicariously through you is essentially what i'm saying <laughs> all right so public sex i personally don't really have public sex in terms of with other people but i have this thing where i masturbate in nature all the time bitch i just love recharging my pussy under the sun masturbating while driving i've done so many like little segments on just why i love that because masturbating while driving is just so it's like the thrill i don't be speeding don't worry i only be going like 20 and i'd be on residential roads but like definitely masturbating while you're driving is lit also audio porn bitch if you don't know about audio porn go ahead and subscribe to my OnlyFans and dm me <laughs> i got you bitch all right oh that's onlyfans.com slash the healing hoe all right so somebody said Who's the most unlikely nigga you ever gave your coochie to? Genders are irrelevant, of course, because yes, nigga is a gender neutral term on this platform. The most unlikely nigga I ever gave coochie to, ironically, is the first nigga to view this story <laughs> on my fucking Instagram story. I can't really give too much tea on that because as always, the niggas that I fuck with be under my shit so hard that like I don't want to be saying shit and hurting people's feelings unintentionally because if somebody did that to me I'd fucking cry um yes I'm an emotional asshole but the most unlikely nigga I ever gave pussy to was actually a nigga that had been around me for years um he was my brother's friend and I was actually fucking with his friend for a little bit 
fucked with another one of his friends for a little bit too and then i just kind of like never like paid attention to him i guess you could say because i guess i was focused on other needs aka getting my pussy played with real quick by his homie um yeah and then i guess just one day he was there and we were both looking for the same things and next thing you know he up and fell into the pussy (laughs) this pussy was his home for a little bit too child it was just literally the most unexpected turn of events like not only have you definitely have wanted to fuck me for years and i just never i never peeped but now after years you finally next to the pussy so much so that you fallen in it so much so that you the new coochie dad but he wasn't really the coochie dad. He was the potential coochie dad. Um, fumbled that so hard. <laughs> I don't like to be the bitch that be like, you fumble this, ah, ah, ah. But like, low-key, I be feeling like niggas be fumbling shit a lot. I try not to focus on that because I can't let somebody else's fumble dictate how I move. But like, I don't know. I would hate to be these niggas if I were them, truthfully. Like yeah i feel like i watch men fumble a lot but truthfully i think it's because it's from my perspective like i know you're fumbling me because i know i'm fucking amazing but truthfully is it a fumble in his life you know is it he's still fucked Mm. actually i do think it is a fumble and i'm gonna tell you why because my greatest asset and this may sound crazy but my greatest asset is not my vagina (laughs) She's one of my greatest assets. I put her in top five, for sure. Top three, for sure. However, my number one greatest asset, like, undeniably, is my fucking brain and my heart. So I just feel like if you fumble that, I feel like you're kind of dumb, you know? Because you can't find loyalty everywhere. You cannot find loyalty everywhere. Actually, I think I'm learning a lot about gender norms right now. I think it's very easy for a male to find a loyal female partner than a loyal than for a woman to find a loyal male partner because in this society you know you know it's more common for women to remain monogamous to a male than for a male to remain monogamous to a woman and i'm not saying that like just because that's my own perception but it's like yo literally we see that every day monogamy is the most common type of relationship and it's more common for men to stray outside of their relationships publicly or to get caught doing so than women would if a woman were to stray outside of her relationship nine times out of ten she's not getting caught because it's there's so much shame surrounding a woman doing so quote unquote you know becoming a whore being viewed as one women ain't gonna risk getting caught up in that you feel me men men are a lot more lackadaisical about their transaction um transactions bitch transgressions so i actually think it's a lot easier for a man to find a woman who's loyal um or can at least give the perfect illusion of loyalty so did he fumble this pussy who knows we'll find out on the next episode of healing Hole radio (laughs) anywho um but like i said and this is for me and for everybody else when a relationship ends don't focus on that nigga fumbled me i'm his biggest loss Uh, uh, uh." and it's like yo don't even fucking put your energy into that okay because at the end of the day when you move on you need to refocus your energy on building yourself back up, you know, nurturing yourself, reparenting yourself, recreating a safe space that you feel comfortable being independent within. So don't focus on what the next motherfucker thinks or feels about you. Just fucking be you.
don't give them that energy all that precious energy when you get out of a relationship that there's like i feel like when you are fresh out of a relationship that energy of like you're free you know you're feeling independent you're feeling like i'm about to boss up bro that is like prime fucking energy do not give that away to anybody that is your power right there like that's literally in my opinion because you know i speak in a spiritual sense i feel like that's the divine literally gifting you just a clear path just move forward and just continue to build yourself up into an amazing person that way along that path you will align with things that better fit you or things that you're more compatible with so that's the understanding i've come to recently if you can't tell i just got out, got out of a toxic dynamic and that's something that really resonated with me so i just felt like i wanted to share that relationships ending aren't always a horrible thing because would you have rather loved and lost or never loved at all and me i'ma choose love every single motherfucking time until you give me a reason not to <laughs> all right so last question bitches have you ever been to a sex party what are your thoughts on sex parties and this is all because i just watched sex life bitch has anyone watched sex life on netflix oh my god i'm so happy that this person sent me this because that show i don't know if it's because it's what i was going through but sex life on netflix is so good it's literally about this stay-at-home mom who was a raging whore in her 20s she had this passionate just crazy intimate passionate toxic ass love affair in her 20s and it ended she had a miscarriage it ended pretty badly he ran away i say runaway is not the right term to use we're grown-ass adults but you know niggas like they just some men narcissists especially they will just up and leave your ass so um that's kind of what happened to her after a miscarriage and it was really fucking painful a couple weeks after she meets this guy and he literally seems like the perfect man that you would marry you know while she meets this guy they run into his ex and he's she sees what his ex is like his ex is this very just like regal um modest beautiful woman and she just feels in that moment like she can't be honest about who she truly is in terms of her sexuality and free-spiritedness because he would never claim her or he would never take dating her any further so in that moment she shut down a piece of her life to become acceptable to a man that she felt would make the perfect husband unfortunately for her this man was literally perfect but two years down the line she's married they got two kids i think it was like three years down the line they had two kids she just had a um the newborn and she's just realizing how unsatisfied she is she hasn't been touched in so long because her husband's so perfect he's at work all the time he's coming back taking care of the kids by the time they finish all their home duties he's exhausted he just wants to watch the game and go to sleep like on some literally there's a scene where she's like trying to like fuck him and suck on his dick and he's watching the game and he's literally pushing her head down but like angling it to the side so he can still watch the game so it just goes to show like that's fine you know if you want to suck your nigga's dick during the game make him feel good but she was looking for that passion and that intimacy that she felt when she was younger but she never got it with this man at least so long story short the man her husband um finds her fucking diary where she's been fucking journaling about all these desires and fantasies she has sexually and reliving her passionate love affair that she had in her 20s with this man and her husband fucking finds it so the show is literally just following her husband finding that 
what he does moving forward, what they do moving forward, and how it literally completely restructures their life because she has this big secret of who she really is that comes out. So now she has to learn how to be authentic within a connection where this man has never even met this side of his wife before. Bitch! It was the craziest thing. But the biggest piece to me that I loved was her journal, you know? Her journal is such a big piece of what drove this because that's how her husband even found out about it. I'm trying not to share too much, so I'm gonna say spoiler alert right now just in case I spilled too much tea. I don't think I will, but just in case. But that journal, it just, it really resonated with me because as you guys know, obviously, I have a sex podcast. Shout outs to Healing Ho Radio. Shout outs to all the Healing Hoes. And it's really complicated for me dating wise to have such a vulnerable show and be meeting new people everyone I meet knows my show because I don't live in a city that's like so huge where I'm meeting people and they don't already know everybody in the black community everybody in the black community artist community party community sex worker community knows each other you know because they're all intertwined it's the entertainment industry everybody knows everybody in the entertainment industry that's just how it is which is why you got to be careful because oh, snakes, bitch, snakes. So anywho, um, I have a sex podcast. So obviously my lovers listen to my show and people who want to date me listen to my show. And I know people listen to it. Some people listen to it for entertainment, some for healing and personal growth. Some people because they're just nosy and I don't fuck with them no more. So they want to know my personal information. Shout outs to my exes who still tune into every motherfucking episode. I know this because they've admitted this. Also, when I had a SoundCloud, I was able to see legitimately every single person that viewed my story. So this is how I know that there be bitches watching my shit that literally do not like me, but listen to everything that I post. <laughs> so... It, it makes things complicated and it was just cool to see how on this show sex life she used her journal as a tool to help her relationships that's all i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna say um i kind of realized today that when it comes to communicating with partners my communication is a lot for some people because they're just not even used to being vulnerable in terms of emotions. I know this because I've dated men and women. When it comes to men, they fold every motherfucking time I try to express something. Women, what? I be having the most constructive conversations with feminine partners. Constructive, bitch. So constructive. Like, conversation just feels like I could bring up a concern and it's handled and we can move forward when I date men I notice that when I bring up concerns it's taken as a personal attack I'm gonna tell you my theory on that I think it's because men in our society are raised to show love through providing in um, a material and financial sense you know they're not good when it comes to the vocal aspect or really digging deep because they weren't encouraged to do that boys don't cry and we know at this point, clarity comes from tears. So we know how detrimental that that mindset can be. So when I communicate a concern, it's like, don't you see everything that I do for you? Look at everything that I provide. Can't you see that I love you? And it's like, that is one form of love, but there's other ones that I need as well, you know? And it dates back as far as my fucking parents, narcissistic ass parents, tell me the same thing. You see this roof I put over your head? Ah, 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 ah. And it's like, all right, that's cool, but there's other forms of love that are imperative, you know? If I were to communicate that to a woman or any of my female exes, I hate the word female, feminine exes, I guess, or exes who are women, um, when I communicate that, 
it's like, okay, what other ways can I show up that you feel like you would be able to receive this love? And how can I make this connection feel a little bit more safe? I understand it's not my responsibility to make you feel safe all the time, but like I can contribute to the safe space. You feel me? It's a lot harder for men to get in tune with those emotions and seeing, I'm going to take it back to sex life, the show for a minute, seeing how she used her journal to help unpack all of that was pretty fucking cool. Like not even unpack that, but just redirect her relationship in a sense. I'm trying not to give too much away, but I feel like I already did. But anywho, um, I had a partner recently who let me know that... (laughs) he let me know he was like yo i listened to your podcast episode i was like okay he was like honestly it felt like i stumbled upon your diary and like i was supposed to stop reading but like i could i just couldn't stop like i just kept listening and i'm like that's okay you know because my podcast is a way where i'm 130 percent vulnerable on here so this is literally my diary like no funny shit i don't have my studio set up right now so i'm literally in my closet my walk-in closet with the door closed in the dark laying on the floor just talking Because this is literally just like, you know how Christians got their prayer closet? Same shit. So this is where I get truly vulnerable and do that deep thinking, the inner workings, and also just connecting with y'all and seeing what you want to talk about. For example, me rubbing my pussy in public. Oh my God, that sounded so bad. But like, I mean... Funny whole stories. Okay, so I really didn't want to share this one thing, but honestly, it popped into my head, which means I really do want to share it. I'm just nervous because... Bitch, I be so tight when I fucking... Oh, my God. I hate when I'm recording an episode and people fucking hit me up. Bro, I've been so irritable lately. Okay, let me take a deep breath. My apologies, guys. I was recording the episode and someone called me and I kind of just spazzed for a moment. I've just been really irritable lately. Like, so irritable. I just feel like every time I try to have a moment to myself, people are so entitled to my energy. They just be interrupting. Like, to the point where now people aren't even doing things to piss me off and I'm just getting mad. So I need to be mindful of that fact. I think I'm just a little overwhelmed. So anyways, we started talking about the most unlikely nigga I gave coochie to he ended up my almost potential coochie dad you see how life just be throwing curveballs bitch that's why you gotta stay grounded bitch because if you don't stay grounded bitch whoo a little dick and pussy in your life will really throw you off course you gotta be very careful very careful so anywho the whole question about sex life was about sex parties and i didn't even fucking answer that because i just got so excited about the show sex life i was literally gonna do a whole episode on it but then i decided not to anywho have i ever been to a sex party no but i have (laughs) i've never been to a sex party but like i've low-key had sex parties at my home and it's not like they were supposed to be sex parties they were kind of just parties that turned into sex parties you feel me and they were beautiful sex parties are the most beautiful just it's just a it's a fucking free flow of beautiful sexual energy and if there's anything that i love bitch it's just feeling good enough to express myself freely especially sexually because there's not a lot of safe sexual spaces period period (laughs) just period You know, like sex parties and environments like that, I feel like people fail to realize that we have to take 10 times more care when throwing sex parties and having these types of conversations because we understand how sensitive it truly is. Like a lot of people have experienced sexual trauma, toxic ass relationships, 
aren't even having healthy relationships with themselves. So people coming into a sex party, that's something you have to be very careful with. It's very vulnerable. So if the sex party is thrown by the right people, it may just be one of the best sexual experiences you have in terms of just feeling comfortable within your sexuality. Because when it comes to sex parties, that's really what it's all about for me. I don't even need to really fuck. I just need to know I feel comfortable enough to just like suck a little dick. Just get, just be free spirited, smoke a blunt. And if I see some dick I like, I can suck a little dick, a little dick or something. Truthfully, truthfully, I don't even need to have sex. I just like to be around sexual energy. I think I just had a breakthrough moment. That is literally facts. I don't even really need to have sex. I just love sexual energy. It's beautiful. And I think it's because the way I was raised as a reverend's daughter, I wasn't around sexual energy a lot. Um, I was very far removed from it. And I was told never to go near it. And if I did, whatever happened to me happened to me. So when it came to sexual energy, I never felt supported or like it was something that could even be safe to explore. So that's why the safe space is so important for me and why fun things like sex parties and having just fun conversations about sex on a podcast are everything. Because sometimes, not sometimes, but honestly, all the time, I just want to celebrate sexual energy and I want to reinforce it in other people as long as it's in a healthy way. And healthy really just means authentic to you without you betraying yourself. It may mean more, but that's about as far as I've come in my journey. Having fun, feeling like my authentic self and sharing my sexual expression with safe, kind, compassionate and loving partners. Boom. I was going to share a whole story. Oh, my God. That's what it was. I was going to share a story and I was like, I don't know if I should share this. And then my brother called me and my phone cut out. That was God. God was like, yeah, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> Ooh, and you was about to be a messy ass bitch. And God was like, if you don't got you right now, bitch, I do. Yeah, shout outs to you, dog. I love when God do that because truthfully, people may laugh and joke or think that like, I'm fucking my life up by having a sex podcast and being a sex worker. My family says it to me all the time. So, like, not directly, but in less words, essentially, and in facial expressions. But I know I'm doing the right thing because I see how much I've grown and become a healthier person throughout what I'm doing. And I've developed such a deeper connection with the universe, my spirit guides, God. If you don't believe in God, I totally understand that because... (laughs) I was raised in a Christian household that was so toxic. It really made me feel like religion was just like something that I don't even want to attach my name to. You feel me? So I totally understand when people have negative feelings towards spirituality and religion. I get it. I'm not here to change your mind. I'm just here to let you know I am a spiritual person. A lot of the work that I do is a lot of spiritual healing that allows me to be able to even sit here for 30 minutes and laugh about sucking dick and sex parties and such. So... As long as you respect that this is the way I move, I will respect yours, you know? I don't have to like it, but I'm going to respect you, and you're going to do the same for me. That's that. (laughs) That's all. Boundaries. That's all. It's a safe space. It's a safe space, you know? Just fucking be yourself. As long as you're being yourself and you're not hurting nobody in the process intentionally, fuck it. (laughs) We all fucking up low-key. But remember, there's no failures, there's no mistakes. We're just learning. There's no such thing as failure in my eyes because every single time we make a decision and it might not work, we get to apply it better the next time. You know why? Because it's a fucking journey, ho. You got this. 
We all in this shit together. And if you fail to realize that, literally, I post every fucking week. So I'm going to be forcing this down your motherfucking throat. I'm here for you, bitch. I love you, okay? This journey does get hard at times, but don't forget that whenever you need just something to just make you laugh or you need to talk about sexual healing, bitch, fucking DM me or listen to an episode, you know? Like, you're literally not alone. You are not alone. And I'm going to fucking drill that into your head every fucking week that you are not alone because this healing journey is hard enough. And the last thing I want anybody in this world to feel is like they're alone. And I understand that's not my job to make you feel like you're not alone. But that's like a pleasure of life for me, you know, to show up in that way for people. So please let me. I love you. I hope your healing journey is getting better and better as the days go on. I'm so proud of you for waking up for yourself every single day. Keep showing up for yourself. You may not see the changes now and the difference that you're making, but you will soon. I believe in you and I love you. Have a beautiful week.